I want to challenge you to quiet yourself from within and ponder on the process of life. Because when you think about the process of life and if you take a few steps back and you really meditate and think about it, one of the biggest things that life was all about is it's a series of experiences, situations, hardships, good times, great times, epic times, tough times, extreme rough times. Hardships, tribulations, trials, and everything in between. That's one of the primary things that life is all about. But if you stop and really think, what is the one thing that you get to do in each and every one of those situations? The one thing that you get to do is that you get to extract truth from each and every one of those things that I just mentioned. It doesn't matter if it's Like I said, if it's hard times or good times, you get to extract all types of truth out of each and every one of those good times. You get to extract all types of truth out of all of those hardships. Or even if you had celebratory times or a lot of achievements and accolades and things of that nature. It doesn't matter what it is. You have an opportunity. You and me, we both have the opportunity to extract truth. Out of each and every one of those instances. And why are we talking about that? Because today we're going to talk about being forged in truth. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about being forged in truth. But let's do a quick little callback to the April 3rd episode of the Ultimate You podcast on a Sunday night where it's entitled The Truth About the Truth. And I would challenge you to go listen to that because one thing that I mentioned in that episode is that. My personal objective, customized definition when it comes to the word truth, right? This ain't straight out of Webster's Dictionary, right? This is just my personalized objective definition of the word truth. And simply put, truth in its original form, truth in its purest form. That means that truth was here long before you and I were ever even on this earth. Long before we were ever inside of our mother's womb, we were uh, uh, truth was here before you and I were here. And, And once you really understand and apply that concept to every aspect of your life, your life's going to change. And I say that because the example that I gave on the April 3rd episode, the truth about the truth. And I'm just going to give you the ESPN highlights of that. Okay, what I talked about was I talked about the AT&T Stadium that's here in Dallas, Texas, technically Arlington, Texas. But I say Dallas, Texas, because, you know, not everyone knows about Arlington, Texas. Okay, so the thing about that is it's one of the biggest football arenas in the world. Okay, has one of the biggest TVs in the world. Okay, very luxurious. And that's not the only one. Of course, there's all types of other Other all other types of NFL domes that are luxurious, all of the other types of NBA domes and arenas that are luxurious. Right. But I'm I'm talking about this one because I'm here in Dallas, Texas. Okay, very luxurious stadium. Right. So if we as people imagine that we live inside our domes, if you will, no matter how luxurious it is, no matter what it all entails, when we live in our world, no matter how great it is, or maybe if you don't think it's great or somewhere in between. 
We have to be able to step outside of our domes. We have to be able to step outside of ourselves in order to seek ultimate truth. Okay, and the truth is not limited to just what what's in our dome. Okay, that's why I said we have all types of experiences. We meet different types of people, all different types of stuff on a daily basis, every single day. Okay, now let's switch gears a little bit. We're talking about that because we need to be people that are forged in truth. So let's talk about the process of forging. Okay. first of all, context is very important. BDB is a man of context. If you know me, BDB is a man of context. It's very important. Okay. so little quick joke. If you are a person, sometimes you got to realize you got to understand. Sometimes it is a con to text. Okay. see what I did there. The word context. If you are a person that is doing way too much text messaging, you're trying to communicate big, significant, important topics via text messaging. There is a con to texting that and you need to pick up the phone and you need to talk to the other person or people about whatever it is that you're going to talk about. If it is a topic of extreme significance, trying to iron out a whole bunch of details, pick up the phone and call the person. Stop texting when it comes to that if it's a quick hey can you go run and get this for me sure i got you boom that's great hey you can go do that for me boom i got you okay that's great you can text about that that's cool but when it comes to big deep heavy stuff you trying to do you trying to conduct business via text messages that is a con to text on that so that is context okay that's just a little side joke there okay all right so back on the mix back in the mix okay context When I'm talking about forging, I'm not talking about forging a signature. Okay, I'm not talking about faking it, but, you know, forging a signature. That's not the context I'm talking about. I'm talking about forging as in the process of forging. I'm talking about when metal is heated to very high temperatures and then shaped with the help of external forces. Okay, let's run that back again. Let's run that back again. Metal is heated with very high temperatures and then shaped with the help of external forces, okay? So, okay, moments ago I talked about sometimes we go through hardships and struggles and trials and all of those synonymous things. You can consider those high temperatures. Now, for some of us, the temperatures are higher than others. Or it maybe depends on, or maybe depends on how we approach them. Do we make those situations higher temperatures than what they really are? Hmm, that's a question to think about, okay? Now, let's, Let's sort of add to that definition. Let's sort of add to that. Okay, forging simply is to form by heating and hammering to beat, to beat into shape. Okay, forging is to form by heating and hammering to beat into shape. Okay, the thing is, as I mentioned, you get to extract truth. From all of those things I said, situations, hardships, good times, bad times, uh, celebratory times, milestone times, all that type of stuff. Truth. You get to extract truth from all of that. But let's go over to the bad times, the rough times, the extreme rough times, the, the, the not so good times, the times where you feel like you just want to end it all. The times where you feel like you just don't even want to get up. You don't want to move. You don't want to talk. You don't want to do nothing. Let's talk about those times. Okay. See, the thing about that is, is that you got to understand that even though those can be high temperature, high pressure situations, you still, as long as you're breathing, you still have an opportunity to extract truth 
from those situations. Okay, so why do I keep hounding on that? Why do I keep mentioning that? It's because the thing is, that's what that's why I said the process of life. Like every single day, there's gonna what well, maybe not every single day, but you can bet on a consistent basis there's gonna be some type of trouble. Okay, there's gonna be some type of struggle. There's gonna be some type of trouble, whether if it's about you directly, or if it happens to you directly, or if it's indirectly, or if you're involved in it in any way, shape, or fashion. Okay, it doesn't matter how great you are, it doesn't matter how great you smell, it doesn't matter how much filters you put on your Instagram posts, on the Book of Faces posts, on your Twitter posts, chat snapper. I don't care what platform of social media that you use, it matters not because you are going to experience some type of suffering. You are going to experience some type of trouble, ma'am, some type of trouble, sir. It doesn't matter if you got the greatest smile in the world and you won the Guinness Book of World Records for the greatest smile for two decades. You are still going to experience some type of struggle, some type of trouble. And as long as you do, you might as well be a person that chooses to. Yes, chooses to. Yes. Once again, have the free will to choose to be a person that is forged in truth. You can't escape trouble. There's no way possible. Okay. so the reason I'm saying all this is because. Repetition is the key that the, the, whether you cause the troubles or if the troubles happen to you or a mixture of both, the troubles are going to keep coming. OK, I'm not trying to speak bad omen over anyone. No, I'm just like get, get, keeping it real. We keeping it all the way a thousand on this podcast. But the troubles in some type of way, on some type of level, they're going to keep coming. They're going to keep showing up. OK, so at some point in the human part of us is going to be like, OK, you know what? I'm sick of this crap. I am sick of this crap. I'm sick of this crap. I'm sick of this particular struggle. I'm sick of going through the same old thing. I am sick and tired, sick to death of being that hamster running in that proverbial cage over and over and over again. And I just want to break free from that freaking cage and be free and run out in the wild. I just want to break free from the struggle. I just want to break free from said trouble. So with all that said, at some point, we got to allow those situations to, in a manner of speaking, we got to allow them to beat us into shape, to beat us into shape. But the only way we can do that is that if we extract full truth out of each and every one of those situations. Now, the thing is, a lot of that stuff, it's not going to be overnight. It's a process. It, it, it's, you got to understand that in order to be a person to seek truth, you got to be able to be a hunter. You got to be a hunter about this stuff. You got to be like the proverbial lion, as it's always been talked about, the king of the jungle. You got to go out there and you got to find your prey. You got to because if you don't if you don't find your prey, you're not going to eat. And if you don't and if you don't find the truth, you're not going to eat the truth. So you got to understand you got to be a person that is proactive. You got to be not only active, you got to be proactive. You got to be aggressively active and going out there and seeking out the ultimate truth for your life. Not relative truth, not that garbage, not opinionated truth, not subjective truth. You're looking for objective truth objective truth not subjective let's run that back not subjective truth you're looking for objective truth truth that is uncompromised truth that is unbiased truth that is even more official than a referee with a whistle 
You are looking for truth that was here long before you were ever born, long before you were even created to enter and through this sinful world. You have to be able to be on a hunt and be committed and dedicated mentally and emotionally to go out there and mess up, slip and fall and succeed into finding that truth for yourself. Because if you don't, you will never become a person that's forged in truth. So let's talk about an example of what it's like to be forged in truth. One of the easiest one of the easiest examples I'll give. Right. You think about fitness. Yes, this is a fitness podcast. But if you're listening for the very first time, this is not a physical fitness podcast only. It is not only a physical fitness podcast. It is also a mental fitness podcast and emotional fitness podcast and a spiritual fitness podcast. So therefore, if I had to package it up and present it a different way, it is a total man fitness podcast, a total woman fitness podcast, a total person fitness podcast. I am talking to your entire being. Okay. But let's talk about physical fitness for a second. Let's talk about bodybuilders for a second because they understand the concept of physically, I mean, physically beating their body into shape, physically beating their body into shape, especially when they're preparing for a show coming up, when they have to do the double lat pose and the double bicep pose. And at the same time, they're flexing their quadriceps. But in order for them to do that, not only do they need to lift they need to make sure that come hell or high water, that they are make sure that they are in a caloric deficit at the right times. They need to make sure that their vascularity increases. Fancy word, vascularity. One thing you can think about is you think about the veins in their arms. They got to make sure that they have not only a six pack, they got to make sure they have a 24 pack before they step on that stage. They got to make sure that they use the oil and the glisten to put all over their body before and, 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 to, and, to, and to pose in a speedo. Before they step out on that stage. Why? Because they take pride in their appearance. They take pride in what they do. Not only that, they take pride into everything they do because how they work out in the gym. I'm pretty sure ninety nine point nine 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 percent times out of 100. They they apply that into other aspects of their life. They got to make sure that when they eat, when they got that nutrition game going, they got to make sure it's strong. They not only do they make sure that they're in a caloric deficit, they got to make sure they get in high and high and high loads of protein. They got to make sure they keep that low t- that that protein in. They got to make sure they got that muscle mass going because if they ain't got the muscle mass, they're not going to have the, enough muscle to flex on that stage. OK, I'm not saying everyone needs to be a bodybuilder, but I need you to understand the concept that the intensity, the sweat, the blood and maybe even the tears that they got to put in to 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 their physique when they well, as they are preparing to work out and as they're going to work out and as they are preparing for a show, they have to put in the blood, the sweat and the tears. They have to spend hundreds and thousands of hours and years, years, 10 years, 15, 20 years. Just to get to a position, a prime position to where they're able to step on stage and be comfortable uh, to be confident and comfortable enough to step on that stage and pose in front of the world and to believe in their heart of hearts that they have the absolute best physique possible, period. That is a physical example of beating, beating your body into shape. Okay. now, if you want to say 
intangibly speaking, we need to be people that take that same effort. Because as I've mentioned before, you cannot just cannot be a person that, so to speak, you open the door to your backyard and you think that everything is in your backyard. Not everything is in your backyard. You're going to have to travel a little bit further. You're going to have to travel some extra miles. That's right. You're going to have to travel some extra miles in order to find out truth in every situation of your life. Like I said, if you really want to be a person that extracts ultimate truth and out of every single situation, you got to be able to reprioritize your priorities. Because if you're a person that you say, oh, I, you know, I don't want to go to this particular thing because it's too far. I don't want to go to that particular thing that's too far. But yet you'll go on vacation on the other side of the world. Even even that's far. We got a problem there. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But saying no to this and yes to this. But yet, you know, the 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 uh, the truth doesn't match up in that. There's a problem with that. So what the reason I'm saying what I'm saying is because we got to be people that are un, we got to get uncomfortable with seeking out truth. That is beyond our backyard. Not everything is in your backyard. Not everything is in your sandbox. You're going to have to enlarge your tent. You're going to have to constantly enlarge your tent. You're going to have to keep figuratively and at times literally keep paying a price to go up. You're going to have to keep sacrificing to go up. You're going to have to keep sacrificing in order to be a person that truly, yes, truly wants to be forged in truth. To be a person that's forged in truth, it's never going to be comfortable. It's never going to be easy. It's never going to be within a perfectly shaped little square. Now, the shape is going to be a lot bigger. And you know what? The shape might, might not even be a, a square. It might be a, a customized shape, meaning that you're going to have to go in all different types of directions in order to find what you're looking for. OK, but let me get back on track. OK, so. The reason why I'm saying that we got to be people that are beaten into shape, because, again, I just want to make sure I'm clear. Troubles are going to happen every single day. You can't escape them. So we might as well be people that at some point get with the game plan of, okay, how can I be forged in this truth about my finances? How can I be forged in truth about my faith? How can I be forged in truth about my relationships, my friendships, my fitness? How can I be forged in truth on that stuff? And when I think about forged, I think about, again, to form by heating and hammering, to beat into shape. See, the thing about that is you got to understand, you can't just beat it into shape and then stop because you're tired of beating into shape and you're not seeing the results. You, you got to keep beating it into shape until you get the freaking results that you desire to get. You think bodybuilders are going to stop because they don't see they don't think the, the, the peak on that bicep ain't high enough. You think they're going to stop? Well, I've been putting in the work for three years. I don't, I, don't, I don't see the peak of that bicep yet. So I, I'm just going to stop. I'm going to quit or I'm going to still work out. You know, I'm going to kind of, you know, still put in the work, but I'm not going like I'm not going to put in the extra intensity behind it. So I'm just going to I'm going to kind of coast a little bit. You see what I'm saying? You, they have, you have to understand. You have to bulldoze your way into, your, into whatever it is you're trying to do. You have, you're going to have to impose your will. You're going to have to bulldoze your will upon that thing. 
So if you're trying to get that peak on that bicep, look, I know everybody ain't into this analogy I'm giving, but I'm trying to make a point. If you're going to try to get that peak on that bicep, you're going to have to switch up your game plan. You have to switch up your game plan. You're going to have to increase your intensity. You cannot utilize the same intensity that you used last year to try to get the peak of that bicep. And and, and, and coherently speaking, if you if you're a person, you're trying to get into a new season. You can't do the same thing you did last year. If you're trying to go up in your life, you can't be hanging around the same people. If you're trying to go up in your life, some of you listening, you can't hang out with the same people. I'm going to say it again. You can't hang out with the same people that, to get you to the next level. I ain't saying there's nothing wrong with them. I don't know. Maybe it is something wrong with them. I don't know. But what I'm saying is in order to get to where you got to go, you're going to have to discern and recognize and take inventory and evaluate and reevaluate who's around you and be for real, for real and like strip down everything and bear yourself and ask yourself, OK, what, what was this person's role? Can this person, uh, you know, can they help me get to the next level? Not only that, but I mean, do I see this person in the next season of my life? Like for real, for real, you got to be for real with that, because I'm telling you, not every you can't have 500 people on your boat. You cannot have 400 people on your boat and you cannot even have 300 people on your boat. OK, I'm not saying there's a there's a specific number I'm trying to make a point. There's only a few people that should be on your boat. In order to be a person of uh, effective purpose, you got to understand you got to travel light. You got to travel light. You got to travel narrow and you got to travel lean. That doesn't mean you got to hate people. That doesn't mean you got to be rude and disrespectful to people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you got to know you, you got to know where to put your people at. Like for real, for real. You got to know where to put your people at. Yeah, we're going to pause. We're going to do a little pop, a little pause on purpose. We're going to marinate on that. Because some of us, and, I, and I'm saying this from experience for myself, some of us, like, we, we still spend our 24 hours the exact same way, and, you know, as that, that saying that they always say. You're doing the same thing and expecting different results. We spend our 24 hours the exact same way, and we, we trying to get these different results. This be for real. Like, some of us, we trying to be up in our fitness game, but, like, we, we, we working out. Like, we, we working out. We're doing the thing. But we're not putting in the level of intensity behind it. Right. We're not putting in the, the, the resourceful amount of time behind the scenes of how we can get to the next level with that. Right. With our relationships. You know, we're not putting in that that work and that effort. That work and that effort to get to the next level of those relationships. Something that I've been thinking about for myself. I want to be able to make my relationships better this year and, and beyond, obviously. Right. So <clears throat> we've got to be able to be intentional about those things. We still talking about being forged in truth, but you got to understand, you got to extract the truth out of all these situations. And, and, and what I mean by beating into shape, these situations, these hardships and all of that, the, 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 in, in a manner of speaking, when you allow them to, I guess in a manner of speaking, beat you into shape. And when I say beat you, I don't mean like beat you down, like to where you fall down and like you can't get up. I'm talking about like. The repetition of a trouble, the repetition of suffering. Right. Let 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 all of that beat you into shape when you extract the truth out of them. You, you catch what I'm saying? I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it a little slower. So I want to make sure that you catch this. OK, 
Yes, on this podcast, I repeat myself a whole bunch of times. Why? Because a lot of us people, we're we not going to admit it. I'm going to say it for you. A lot of us, we hear stuff one time and like, oh, we on to the next thing. And we forget like two minutes later. And that's why a lot of us, we joking, we tripping, talking about, oh, squirrel moment. I don't trip about squirrel moments. I hate the squirrel moments. I'm for real for real. I hate the squirrel moments. I want to be a person that remembers the important things. I'm not saying I'm going to remember everything, but I want to remember the significant things. That's how I don't play with that. I don't play with that because you mess around, you mess around, you don't forgot ideas, you don't forgot stuff, and then you're going to mess around and go to the grave and you're going to forget about, oh, man, I didn't think about that idea or I forgot about it. You never got back to it. So I, I don't play with that nowadays. All right. So that's why I repeat myself. Okay. So I'm going to say it again. The troubles, the sufferings that we go through on a frequent basis, day to day basis, consistent basis of, of any and all levels. Yes, that allow them to beat you into shape, if you will, when you extract the truth out of them. OK, when you extract the truth out of them. All right. Now, let's talk about one final thing. We will get out of here. <clears throat> you can do everything that I just said. But you got to have this one final piece. And if you don't have this final piece, mm, then you're going to be up Boo Boo Creek without a paddle. All right. You, you got to be a person. You got to follow the man with the wisdom stick. Mm-hmm. You got to follow the man with the wisdom stick. The thing you got to understand about the man with the wisdom stick, the man with the wisdom stick. He stops for nobody. He stops for nobody. What does that mean? He doesn't compromise his speed. He doesn't compromise who he is. He knows you. The man with the wisdom stick knows who you are. But do you know who the man with the wisdom stick is? The man with the wisdom stick is the one that can show you the ultimate truth in each and every one of those things that I talked about. But you got to make a choice if you want to follow the man with the wisdom stick and keep up with the man with the wisdom stick. The thing is, even though I said the man with the wisdom stick, he doesn't compromise his speed for anybody. That doesn't mean that he's going to leave you in the dust. No, it doesn't mean that. What it means is, is that, like I said, even though he doesn't compromise his speed, he's still available. Did you catch what I just said? So even though he doesn't compromise his speed, if you will, he doesn't compromise his pacing of who he is and what he does and how he operates and how he's always going to go forward. He's never going to go backwards. OK, because see us as people, we we go backwards. We go backwards in our ways of thinking, our ways of actions, our things of doing. Trust me, I know that from plenty of experience, we fall back into old habits. We fall back into this. We fall back into ways. It doesn't matter what the habits are. It could be <clears throat> name the habits. Just, just fill in the blank. I'm not going to you know, do a laundry list of them, but just name the habit. We fall back into old habits, old ways. We fall back into uh, hanging out with people that we shouldn't be hanging out with. Right. But the man with the wisdom stick, he doesn't go backwards like that. He keeps moving forward. But as I said, no matter where you're at in life, he's always there. So if you are a person that chooses to follow the man with the wisdom stick, 
it'd be one of the best choices you ever made in your life. Because when you can do that, you can understand that to be forged in truth, the man with the wisdom stick can guide you into all types and all levels of truth that you want to know about. Because at the end of the day, a person being forged in truth, you got to be a person that you're sensitive to the truth. You got to be a person that you're more sensitive and more sensitive to the truth. As you know, it's a journey. One thing I one thing I failed to mention <clears throat> when I talked about a process of life and the things that life is about. One of the most important words in that life is a journey. That's right. Life is a journey. And here's the thing. If you want to be a person that is really about that truth, like you really about that life, you about that truth. You got to ask yourself this one question. If you choose to follow the man with the wisdom stick, are you going to be a person that chooses to follow the man with the wisdom stick and then grow in truth or not? Because either way, it's up to you. But I also want to leave you with this question when it comes to truth. This question really hit me and I honestly, I didn't see it anywhere. I didn't read it anywhere. It just it just landed on my shoulder like a dove. I want to leave you with this because here's the thing. It's easy for us as people to talk about ourselves and high five and talk about our accomplishments and how good we are at this and how good we are at that and put it on social media, our accolades, our achievements and all that stuff. And there's a place for that. I, I get all that. But, you know. I have become more and more of a firm believer in, you know, let another man, when I say man, I'm talking about people. Let another man praise you. Let another man give you compliments. Let another person compliment your work. Let another person compliment your life and how you live your life and all that kind of stuff. The question I want to leave you with is, again, before I ask this question, I want you to think about being a person forged in truth. Okay, being beaten into shape. Extracting ultimate truth from every situation. What if you couldn't speak, but yet your life would do all the talking for you? I'm going to say that again. If for whatever reason, if you weren't able to speak, what if you were mute for the rest of your life? You couldn't speak. You couldn't never say a word ever again. If you were in that position but yet your life did all the talking for you, how would your life look?